Welcome on into the Superintendent Radio Network and a special episode all about Precision Laboratories and its PROVE program. PROVE, for the record, is an acronym and it's a great one. P-R-O-V-E, Partner Research Observation and Validation Experience. I'm Matt Lowell, Managing Editor of Golf Course Industry, and I'll be joined today by another Matt. Dr. Matt Fleetwood is Technical Products Manager at Precision Laboratories. We'll talk about what that means, about his recent and upcoming research, about what Precision is working on and what they provide to the industry, and lots more. Before we get into any of that, a quick word from Precision Laboratories, who are sponsoring this episode. Precision Laboratories helps golf course superintendents and turf grass managers create great outdoor playing surfaces and steward the earth with specialized chemistries. Precision is a basic manufacturer of specialized chemistries, including soil surfactants and tank mix adjuvants. Innovation isn't a buzzword at Precision. It's built into every product. For more than 60 years, Precision Laboratories has raised the bar with innovative, sensible, and effective products. With a customer intimate philosophy, new ideas are driven from the ground up and supported with science and data. Precision's line of soil surfactants includes a range of hydration and infiltration products to help dial in solutions that fit your unique water management needs. Their spray tank adjuvant portfolio is designed to help you achieve total spray droplet management in your spray applications with products to maximize spray potential in the tank through the air, and on the target. Precision Laboratories. Results. Expected. Dr. Matt Fleetwood, after the break. Matt, from one Matt to another, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate your time. Glad to have you. Before we get going, two questions about your alma mater. You recently wrapped up more than a decade of studying and research at the University of Missouri in Columbia. And congratulations are in order because within the last year, you are now not just Matt Fleetwood. You are Dr. Matt Fleetwood. This is a heck of an accomplishment. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny when you commit, you know, over 10 years of your life and sometimes you sit, sit there and think, you know, hopefully this will all pan out and work out into, you know, what you're, what you're striving for. And it ended up, you know, obviously working out. I got the, the official doctor in front of my name and, um, you know, that it was, it was, it's a great feeling and accomplishment after doing, you know, for 10 years, getting to that point and seeing, seeing everything kind of come to fruition. Have you added the doctor to any social media? I did not see it on LinkedIn, <laughs> Twitter, oh, you know, I guess I can. I'm not. I guess I'm not one of those people that likes just blasting it everywhere. Uh, you know, I think it's it's obviously appropriate in the in the um, realm and studies that you know I do with interp and everything. But uh, you know, I I like kind of you know maintaining it low. You know, I'm still Matt Fleetwood. I'm still the same person. You know, but it, it, I will say precision uh, is is very keen on putting it everywhere. Obviously, because you know that's why they hired me for my experience in in. Uh, around surfactants and wedding agents and everything like that. So yeah, it's it's on a lot of my work stuff, but my personal stuff, I'm still just Matt Fleetwood. So. And before we dive into Precision and your work at Precision Laboratories, one more question about Columbia. Great college town. I had the chance to stop there earlier this year, walked around, walked 
past the football stadium, walk past the journalism building, uh, that beautiful, looked like a quad. But I also stopped twice, once on the way into town and once on the way out of town at Shakespeare's Pizza, which is one of the great college town pizzerias in all of the country. How many slices have you eaten at Shakespeare's over the years? Uh, numeral, I think that probably, you know, my, my waistline could tell you better than, than, you know, the number at during college, I will say, you know, Shakespeare's pizza was, uh, was obviously it's right on campus and it's a focal point has been there for, for so long. Um, they actually have recently kind of took it brick by brick down to rebuild that, uh, to rebuild it and put that apartment above it. So they, they maintain, cause it's a historical monument. So they removed every single brick and put it right back in that same spot. Uh, but it's a uh, Columbia, Missouri was a great place for me. Obviously, I spent 10 years of my life there. So I, I found something that kept me staying around. And, you know, it's it was a great place for me to kind of learn and build and become the person I, I became as well as, you know, having a good time meeting a lot of, um, you know, vital friends and people in my life that are still around with me today. So, you know, I can't Columbia is uh, is either my first or second home. I still haven't decided yet, but it's a it is it is close to my heart for sure. That's awesome. It's always nice when you feel that way after spending four, six, ten years Bingo. studying in a city. Exactly. You are now technical product manager for Precision Laboratories. You're working in Chicagoland. Uh, before we started recording, you mentioned you grew up with uh, Milwaukee and Wisconsin sports, so enemy territory. Yeah. What has your first year with Precision Labs been like? So it's it's honestly been truly amazing experience so far. So like I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, when you go through the PhD, you always wonder, will this pan out? Am I going to translate into a a job that I really like doing each and every day that I love going to do each and every day? Because there's a lot of ups and downs during that PhD. But you know, once you land that job, and once I landed this job, I, you know, I truly knew that I found the right position for, for what I wanted to do in life. And just the technical product manager position at Precision Labs could not have been a better fit for me. So, you know, obviously with my, my PhD training, so my PhD training really revolved around all soil wetting agents and, and surfactants and kind of looking at uh, not just one company. I looked at all of the broad spectrum of products that were out in the market. So I had had experience with Precision Labs during my PhD career. So, you know, it was, I, once I saw this opportunity arise, there was, you know, it was uh, no, no doubt in my mind that I had to apply for it and see what I could do. And, you know, if I could get it, what I like about this role and some of the things that I didn't know that I was going to be doing and that I am, you know, kind of doing now is in this role, I'm not only kind of staying in touch with my roots of the research and everything that I used to do in my PhD, because we obviously run a lot of university research or some of our approved trials um, that I know we'll get into a little later, but I also kind of have been able to work directly with our marketing team, with our sales team. And so I, I would say with you know, most entry jobs, you don't have the ability, you know, to touch almost everything within the company from research to marketing to sales, you know, seeing a product come truly from the beginning of our pipeline going out and being then used by our end users and seeing them, you know, see the the benefits of our products. So that that for me has been, you know, one of the best experiences with precision so far is kind of the ability that I've gotten to do everything that I was expecting and wanting to do with the research and then also getting brought into other aspects of the business that I didn't really think that I was initially going to be in, but I've come to to also truly love as well. I like how you very subtly called it an entry job. It, I don't think this is anybody's definition of an entry-level job, technical product manager for Precision Laboratories. 
I, I would, you know, I would agree. You know, my, my first, my first job was, uh, was more than an entry job. And, you know, that can kind of be a little nerve wracking too. I mean, you know, you don't, you don't know what you're expecting to walk into, but just the team, you know, the team at Precision is very, very tight knit and is very willing to help you learn and, and kind of build into your role. And so that's, what's been nice with this position. You know, it's been an easy transition into working with my team and working with Precision and coming into this role. You mentioned you've really been able to work in a lot of different areas, work with a lot of different people, but your original focus and your original interest was surfactants and wedding agents. How did you get into that particular area of research? I'm guessing uh, while you were at Missouri. Yeah. So I, you know, and actually initially I started as kind of a breeding biotech and biology and crop management. So all in corn and soybeans, and I was going to be a breeder uh, in undergrad. And I realized that that's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And um, I was, I actually ended up taking a couple turf grass classes to round out one of my, my other majors for my undergrad. And I ended up really falling in love with it. So I did, I played a lot of sports in high school. Um, and so obviously, you know, playing golf, working with golf courses, working with sporting fields and all that kind of, so it was very, very interesting to me at the time. Um, and so when my, my former uh, university professor, my boss, Dr. Shi Shang at the University of Missouri, um, she was my teacher and she approached me and said, you know, have I looked, thought about grad school or anything like that? And at the time I wasn't really sure. And, and she really, you know, kind of pushed me to do it because she saw the potential in me that obviously has come to fruition today. But and so she really believed in, in what I could do. Um, and she was actually very, very big on this whole concept of wedding agents and soil surfactants and turf grass. So this is kind of a, a concept that I would say still, people are still learning about. And there's still a lot of information to be found out about wedding agents and their performance and everything. So she was really, really big into it. And she kind of described it to me. And frankly, I had no idea originally what you know soil surfactants and everything was. But so what's so interesting about soil surfactants is this class of chemistry is so broad. It goes from shampoos and soaps all the way down to, you know, products that help conserve water in your soil or products that aid um, in mining equipment, breaking through the, the ground and, and using less energy to do that and less wear and tear on the maintenance. And so when I started learning and diving more into this group of products, it just really fascinated me about, you know, the amount of different functions and functionalities that these products could be used in. And so that's really what got me interested in it. And just gradually over time, as you, you know, you'd start diving into, you know, fifth, you know, hunt, honestly, hundreds of research papers based on soil surfactants and everything, you know, as crazy as that sounds sitting here now, I mean, it, it really, really just intrigued me and caught my eye. And I really wanted to figure out, okay, what, what do all these wetting agents do? What do these different molecules do? How do they, you know, perform in the soil and how can we best identify based on, you know, the active ingredients in some of these chemistries, how can we then say, okay, this is the best solution for you in your situation for that superintendent or for that land care, uh, that land care operator or sports field manager, you know, that's just that that's really what drove me into these products is just the ability to one help conserve water all across the world. Cause that's a really big thing. And, you know, for me and my beliefs and with the environment and things that we want to do and stewards stewarding the environment. So that's what really, really got me into these products is just the versatility of them and what they could help do for, for our end users. Well, and obviously water conservation going to become exactly. a bigger and bigger issue for golf courses, for sports fields, for folks just in everyday life uh, as we move forward into the 2020s, 2030s and beyond. Uh, if it's an issue now, it's going to be an issue times 10 
uh, by the end of our lives for sure. Exactly. And I mean, water is, you know, water is an integral part of, every, you know, one, our bodies and two, pretty much everything we do. Right. So, I mean, helping, you know, not only on the West Coast with people in their lawns or, you know, golf courses in general, if we can, if our products can truly help reduce the overall water inputs that we're putting into the ground or putting, you know, putting to maintain our grass, but we can still get that same performance out of it in your grass and your, in your playing surfaces can look pristine. I mean, that's, that's a big thing, you know, we're, we're helping because that's a big knock on it always has been golf courses is, you know, it's, why is there this massive green, you know, course out in the middle of somewhere that has no, no water around it or no grass around it. So our products truly help conserve the water and allow you to maximize every single drop that you're putting out on your course or your playing field or your, or your lawn at home. You are very involved at Precision Labs with the PROVE program. And PROVE, if folks are not familiar with it, is an acronym, which is a good one. Partner Research Observation and Validation Experience. Tell me a little bit more about that. What research is that program kind of going into right now? The, you know, there's two trains of thought, really. It's, you know, the university trials and, these, and some large, large scale trials. And with these PROVE trials, what we really, really like about them is it, it gives our end users an ability to use our innovative products um, and see them as we're developing them and coming down, you know, near the end of bringing them to the market. So our PROVE program is a way for us to truly um, work hand in hand with the people that are going to be using our, our innovative products in the end. And what's nice about these trials is that um, we're working with superintendents, sports field managers, lawn care operators who are, you know, maybe unsure about if they want to dive into this, you know, water conservation products or anything like that. It allows them to test them and see them on their own and, and actually truly see the results for themselves. Um, and that's what's so beautiful about the PROVE program and kind of diving each into each of these letters, right? Like you said, the P stands for the partnership, right? So that's a big, big part of this whole program because we need to have partners who are looking to be innovative and looking for that next piece in there that they can add into their tool belt that will just help step them up and make their course in their playing fields look even better um, than normal. And so finding these partners who are willing to conduct some of this research is really integral. And what we want to do, right, because we obviously know that some of these end users like the sport, the superintendents and some of these field managers, they are already really, really busy. So we kind of know that. And with these proof programs, you know, we, we designed them differently. What, how we wanted to design them is truly for a way that it's integrated into your everyday kind of spraying that you'll already be doing or doing TDR measurements that you're already going to be doing or looking at your visual, okay, what, how, you know, the visual turf quality, how much disease pressure do we have? So we try to write these protocols so it's not intruding into your everyday, everyday kind of practice, right? Because that's, we, we obviously know that all of the people that were wanting to test these products and see kind of how these products work are already busy on their own. So we kind of work with that partnership and say, you know, we're trying to find someone who is committed to doing all this high quality research, but we also keep in mind your time um, and what you can do as well. And so what that kind of in, in turn goes to is, is the R, right? And that's the research part of it. And what's nice is, like I said, these trials are different than university trials is we can get broad scale spraying of these, of these products across either multiple fairways, multiple greens, and you're not able to see that in university trials, right? Usually it's a five by five, four by six kind of square. And so you're really 
looking at a very small, small piece to identify what this product is doing. And there's pieces in both of those that are essential to really knowing, okay, how this product performs and what are the results from those products. That's what we really love about this is it's getting that broad spectrum spray and we really get to see these sprayed out on a broad basis. And moving into that, oh, obviously, right, the observations. This also, a lot. What, what I like about these trials more, and obviously this is kind of my first year, and I've been doing a lot of university trials, um, and I know the observations that university professors see, but end users like superintendents and golf course you know, managers, sports field people will tell me completely different observations and look at these trials in a completely different way than a technical person will, right? And that's, and in my opinion, I've, I've loved that because when you bring in people with multiple different thinking on how these products should be, that's when you, I think, really can come to one congruent thought about, all right, this is how we want this product to move, right? Some su superintendents are going to find ways to use our products than we might not have ever thought of, right? But that's just the beauty of doing some of these trials is that we're able to see where these different products can be placed, you know, just kind of all over, all over either in your landscape beds or on your golf courses, right? You know, the beauty of our products is you can put them in so many different places. In addition, this also goes into the V portion, which is that validate, right? It not only validates for us the performance of these products and seeing the results of those products, but it truly validates for those end users what these products will do, right? Because they're the ones performing this for, for themselves. They're seeing the, the results come out themselves. They're not, you know, looking at grass or looking at pictures and saying, okay, you know, I really want to use that product. They're getting it in their own hands. They put it out on their course. They see how it works and it really kind of hits more home, right? And that goes into, again, the last part, which was E, the experience, right? They get that experience of using all of these products and feeling how these really change their, their course and shape their course and how they can then move forward, um, you know, with all these new innovative technologies that they really might not have thought they needed in their program and then, you know, found really the benefit of using these products because a lot of our products are different from, you know, herbicides or fungicides or things like of that nature where, you know, people are, it's already ingrained in some people's heads. These are products, you know, we're wanting people to really find how much they can save water and conserve on all of their, you know, and what, you know, as well as getting the full value of a lot of their products that they, that they're trying to apply. So often I hear either from companies or from superintendents or sports field managers that the folks using it, the end users, always find so many different uses more than, you know, originally intended during development and testing. Had you had a lot of experience hearing from end users or is this something new where, wow. So it's been, so I will say in my, in my um, university, my PhD training uh, my my boss at, was very, very uh, forward thinking in that is she had me work a lot with golf, you know, either golf, basically everybody we were doing trials with. So either golf course superintendents, if it was our local park and rec people. So I I had kind of dealt with end users before, um, but it was always dealing with products that weren't, you know, in my own portfolio. So, I, you know, it's kind of you go and trial these products. It's interesting to hear how, you know, people say, what, say where they're going to use that product, right? But it truly doesn't hit home until it's your products and your portfolio. And I'm, you know, you're sitting there every day thinking about, okay, you know, what are some new and innovative ways that we can use this product in our portfolio? And, and, you know, you have a superintendent that comes to you and say, Hey, you know, I've, 
I used your product to drain water from my, my bunkers that were just saturated. Um, you know, I, you know, and we're kind of sitting there thinking, oh, you know, that that's a really innovative way to use some of our products, you know, using some of our infiltration products to drain out the water on the bottom of their bunkers so they can, you know, not just be completely saturated. Um, you know, some of these innovations from end users are just truly, it's a piece of this job that I did not, uh, you know, expect and of these proof trials that I didn't expect that would be one of my favorite parts and really is hearing how the end users, what their experience was, right? And other things that they saw that they could use these products in. Our end users are some of the most innovative people, I think, uh, on the planet, so. What are some of the more interesting alternate uses that maybe hadn't been considered internally that, that you've heard about from the trials? Some of the main ones, you know, I would, I would say we got into a lot of our wedding agent products and it was all for initially golf courses, right? It was all maintaining water on golf course greens, but how can we expand that? So what we've really started seeing is again, into that lawn care operator market. And it's either been uh, utilizing less water and hanging basket pots so they can reduce their labor by half, right? I mean, you know, they started, people started putting it into their water that they were watering their products with for all their flower pots. And one example is we had someone um, in the New England area, and they were starting to, you know, they came to us and said, look, we need to find new innovative technology that will allow us to not have to have labor watering every single day. Um, we've used some of these products and we've seen some, you know, re reduction in the, in the overall watering because of your products. Can we help, you know, test some new products? So, you know, some of our granular products now that we're now using in the lawn care market, those were developed basically from uh, people coming to us and saying, you know, we need to find these innovative solutions because we've been using them in this way already, but uh, we think we can even, you know, utilize them more if they're in a different form like these granulars, because people have now started spreading these on their landscape beds and things of that nature, just to kind of really reduce their overall watering. So that's been really interesting and innovative, I would say. So if you can save a superintendent, if you can save a field manager, eight hours or 12 hours or 16 hours or more of labor in a week, I mean, your product just became that much more valuable because either A, they don't have the people on site that they need to run at full capacity or B, they do. And now they're able to deploy these folks into other jobs. So exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's something, you know, that's, that we've seen uh, has been the biggest the biggest aha moment for people is, is the labor costs and the labor savings that they can really save with reducing some of the watering of our, you know, because obviously uh, on golf courses, you have people go out and syringe, you know, during, throughout the day to keep these, these greens hydrated. And if our products can help you not have to go back out during the hot, you know, you know, hot afternoon, you're one going to be saving, uh, saving some headaches and frustration from the, whoever's watering that, that green. And you're also saving some labors and water costs at the same time. You mentioned earlier, there are some results in from summer trials. Obviously, we're into the fall now firmly in weather and calendar. Uh, what are some of those recent results now that they're in? Yeah, so some of, the, some of the cool things from these results, right, too, and it's, it's, a, little, it's a little different from what we get from universities because obviously we get hard data on how these, some of these products perform. And we're getting some of that data also from these proof trials from either people taking TDR measurements with, with wedding agent studies or visual ratings from localized dry spot, like I said, or disease coverage. But we're seeing people actually be able to find fits and uses for this product. So one example is 
uh, we had a we had a, a proof partner up in Wisconsin, um, and he has a link style course. So it's very you know they they kind of keep it not as green. It's more on, on the fringe of brownish to green because they like that link style course over you know in Scotland and all they see in, in Europe. And and we came with one of our products, Activo, and Activo is. Uh, one of our new activator adjuvant products that has a pigment in it um, that really optimizes the performance of fungicides and PGRs um, and kind of gets a, enhances their performance. And, and we've seen give a little extra legs to the duration of those products. Um, but he was, because of this link style course, he was very staunchly against using pigments. He said, every pigment that I always use, it's way too loud. It's, it doesn't match with any of my course you know, and I don't really see the fit for it. And what we said, you know, is when we were talking is the beauty of our Activo product is we have this range where you can base, you know, apply, a, you know, utilize these different ranges of this product to get the variable color that you want. But at all of those ranges, you're still going to get all, as much of that activator adjuvant in there um, to still be, you know, enhancing the performance of these fungicides and PGRs. So he was pretty much you know, he said, look, I'll, I'll apply this on my tea boxes, but that's really it. You know, I kind of want to, that's all, that's really all I want to put it on because I think it's going to be too loud for my course. And I came back in a couple months and I went to see him and he, and he had already dialed in the green color that he, you know, the, the rate that he wanted to get that green color out. You know, he was raving about how he could see the increased fungicide performance and the increased PGR performance and the extended duration. Um, so, you know, we went from, uh, you know, him not really seeing a, a fit for it at all and almost being really kind of staunchly against these pigments to say, okay, wow, you know, I like what I'm seeing from this product. I can, I also have found by doing these proof trials, the rate that I really would like to use. And then he also started coming in and saying, you know, oh, what if we use this product for, you know, snow mold? Or what if we use these products for other things here and there? And I'm going to try to the, this product in other ways. So that was, that was a cool result, right? So, you know, we, we also are getting some of the results from him visually saying, you know, this looked better, you know, the quality of this turf was much better, but he also then for himself found, okay, this is a product that I wasn't going to use. Now I see the benefits of it and I was able to dial in what I wanted to use. And so we now have a, a superintendent that that was against pigments and now is, is using it, you know, across his course. So it's kind of funny. Um, that was, that was, that was a, that was a cool result in my opinion. And another result too is um, this is on a completely different spectrum now is um, that was that was a result that we saw our end user not wanting a product and then he found the product um, the placing the product where he really wanted it to be another story is with our Solaris product um, and this has actually been a, a big development this year for us and across from the New England area all through the Carolinas what we were hearing was Solaris and Solaris is in my opinion one of our more innovative and unique products because it's a chromatic plant enhancer. So what it what it does is we have blended reflective technology um, in with a natural green pigment uh, and with some of our innovative surfactant systems that we have just within precision to give a product that reflected harmful UV light when it was when you're under stress of drought or heat stress or anything of that nature. So it was reflecting some of this harmful UV light. It was keeping the plants more cool and allowing them to not get overly stressed. And so that's why we promoted this product. But from the New England and Carolinas area, a lot of people were saying, you know, hey, look, when I'm doing my TDRs and my greens, my moisture is, is under the threshold that I need it to be. You know, we're at like a, an eight to 10% on the moisture in our greens, but our grass is looking still turgid, stiff, you know, and, and looks 
completely healthy as, you know, contra- contrary to what you would be thinking. And so that really got us thinking, you know, is this, you know, could this be from our Solaris product? And that's what everyone was saying. It's like, look, the only thing I'm doing differently is I'm applying Solaris. So what this actually ended up leading is these proved trials where we were trying to just get the product out there and get people to utilize it and realize it. This led to the discovery of, okay, you know, are we holding more water in the plant because of this product? And what it ended up doing is now we're testing that out in various university trials to really see, you know, is this what we're, is this what we're seeing? So this is an, an instance where the proved trials then ended up leading into, into university trials where we're trying to, you know, really find and, and answer the question that a lot of our end users have seen in the field. So it's, that was a really kind of interesting, you know, usually, usually you think about it going from university trials on to proof trials where, you know, like you said, you never know what some of the observations that these end users are going to see in the field, right? This is not something that we ever thought we were going to see with this product. And now we're seeing it and now we're testing it to make sure that, you know, if this is happening, you know, this is a, this would be a big, big step for this, this product, because that's a way for, you know, we're, we're not only managing moisture within the plant, you know, outside and within the plant, managing sunlight. So it was, it was cool to see this kind of go in the reverse, in the reverse for these trials. In terms of the future of Prove, how does it fit within Precision Laboratories long-term? What does the kind of future hold for it in the next year, maybe two, maybe three? I'm sure you're going to be part of the, the big plans moving forward. Yeah. So really what we want to see with Prove is, is it just kind of grow and, you know, it would be nice to have a couple locations across all the states across the country, right? Because with Prove, you know, the universities are in certain places, you know, in various states with Prove, it can be anywhere. You can get a lot of different environments. We can see a lot of different locales. And so that's what we're hoping for, right? Is we're hoping to just grow the Prove program um, and ideally just get multiple, you know, Prove partners that we're trying product with across the country in these coming years. We want to continue directly working with some of our end users who are looking to try out these new and innovative products and gain the exposure of what's coming new to the market from our product portfolio. So helping to really, you know, shape not only their maintenance and what they're doing on their course, but it would also help shape uh, the surrounding courses and environment that they're in and the location that they're in when they're doing all of these different testings, because that will allow, you know, people around them to see, you know, what products are they using and how, you know, why are they starting to look so good or things like that? You know, this will help kind of change the landscape of um, the surrounding courses where we're doing these proved proof trials. So really what we want to do is continuing to increase our location, increase our awareness with Prove and gain just more proof partners um, because that will in turn obviously help find the uses for all of our products and, and get, get them into the hands of our end users. And so, you know, referring back to, the, you know, our PROVE acronym, the biggest part of that PROVE piece is, is the P, which is that partnership. Um, and so for our PROVE, you know, PROVE program, we want to find superintendents um, who are interested in conducting these high quality trials um, and gaining the exposure to these, these technologies so we can see the results from it and then they can also see the results from it as well. So with Prove, we're really just trying to continually increase our awareness with it. Um, and, you know, we, uh, you know, additionally, you know, for any superintendents or people who are listening, you know, superintendent sports field operators or lawn care operators that are listening to this, that are, you know, interested in trialing some of our products and are, are wanting to see firsthand if they can gain the exposure of this, you know, feel free to contact us through our website, um, you know, with your name, information, and, and mention that you're trying to do some of these turf proof trials and, 
um, we'll see what we can fit with, with, with you and what we can work with, because, you know, that's, that's what we're interested in doing is, is getting more proof partners that are willing to conduct these high, high quality trials that not only help us, but help them as well. And long-term, you mentioned different locations. I'm sure best case scenario, there's 14,000 golf courses. There's, I don't remember how many uh, hundreds and hundreds of professional and collegiate stadiums and parks and rec and lawn care. Obviously you want to be in as many locations as possible. Is it getting into all 50 states or, or right now, are you trying to have different testing locations by region, West Coast, Southwest, Midwest, uh, Great Plains, Northeast, et cetera? It starts regional and then it goes smaller from there, right? You know, we want to we want to address all of the regions in the country, at least. And, and we've already been addressing all the regions in the country. We are already in all those regions. So we've kind of gotten to that. We've gotten to that point of getting some something, you know, trialing in almost every part of the country region wise. And now that's where we're kind of fine tuning. It's like, all right, now we're in every region. Let's get a little more flesh it out a little more in those regions so we can even define that region more than we were already defining it with our products. It's increasing the awareness within those regions and really understanding within those regions what our end users are looking for with our products. Great. Now you can fine tune between how do Detroit courses and the Upper Peninsula uh, compare? How does Chicago land and Milwaukee? What about Orlando compared to Tampa? So on and so forth. Exactly. And you know that's that's been I think one of the more interesting things for me too, is, you know, I've, I've been traveling a lot, going to these different proof locations and, and meeting with our different proof partners, as well as university professors, and just, you know, the different ideology all across the country with, with how to maintain grass and just also the different stresses that everyone faces. It's really interesting. And that's why you need to know, you know, have all these different regions, you know, dialed in because everyone is dealing with something different. That's the beauty of, of doing these proof trials. Before I let you go, what are you looking forward to most in your second full year in this position with Precision Laboratories? Yeah, I think it's, I think really it's, um, you know, we have a lot of really cool products coming down the pipeline that we're at, we're going to be getting into these proved trials. Um, and I think it's seeing how those, you know, flourish because there's a couple of products that I've identified that I think could be, you know, have a, have a good impact. And we're starting the research on those now. So, you know, I like, I like the research aspect. Um, but just really seeing how precision grows, because I think we have, we can only grow, grow upwards um, and we're getting, you know, a lot more people seeing the value in our products. And so kind of, you know, delivering that value to everybody um, and building our turf portfolio and the products in our portfolio is really what I'm excited for, as well as kind of working with more people. Um, I think that's been, you know, the, the, one of the most fun things for me is I've I've worked with more people from these proven university trials than I ever could have expected and, and gained a lot of relationships with people already in, in the uh, turf community that I was not expecting. And so I'm just excited to continually working with more new people doing this research um, and really finding solutions for people. Awesome. Matt Fleetwood is technical product manager for Precision Laboratories based out of Chicagoland, but no matter where you work and live, you got a good chance of seeing them at some point in 2023. No, 100%. Yeah, I'll be all around the country. So you can be anywhere in the country in about four hours, probably. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Matt, this was great. Thank you so much and look forward to talking with you again soon. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you for your time. My thanks again to Dr. Matt Fleetwood, Technical Products Manager at Precision Laboratories, for taking some time to talk about his research and so much more. Thanks to Precision Laboratories 
for sponsoring this episode and for raising the bar for more than 60 years with innovative, sensible, and effective products driven from the ground up and supported with data and science. And thanks to all of you for listening to all the podcasts here on the Superintendent Radio Network. Beyond the Page, Greens with Envy, Off the Course, and Tartan Talks drop on Tuesdays. Real Turf Techs with Trent Manning drops on the third Wednesday of every month. And Wonderful Women of Golf with Rick Wolfel drops on the first Thursday of every month. For everybody here at Golf Course Industry and the Superintendent Radio Network, I'm Matt Lowell. Thanks so much for listening.